Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King, and you're listening to the photography podcast dedicated to getting you out there on an adventure of your own. I know that all of you have full-time jobs, full-time families, but you bought that camera for a reason. So pack your gear, grab your camera, get out there, get a flat tire. It's time for a Photog Adventure of your own. It's episode 141, and welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast, everybody. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving if you live in the United States, and if you live in New Zealand, I hope you aren't anywhere near that minor, well, I should call it minor probably, that volcano eruption that happened recently. I think it's awesome when the earth is doing cool things like that, but the loss of life being 15, 16 already, uh, hearts go out to you guys, especially if it's a Milky Way photographer's area. I'm not sure if that island was anything of interest, but those of you listening in New Zealand, sorry about that tragedy, and those of you in Australia, Hey, thanks for listening and enjoying your coming up holidays in this summer oh, to be in the Southern Hemisphere. So guys, welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast. We are going to talk today about something that maybe all of you know about. And I don't think all of you do since I did a survey several months back asking people what they listened to most, what they liked about the YouTube channel and blah, blah, blah. So what I found out were there's people who came to the Facebook group, had no idea that I even had a YouTube channel or a podcast. I had people who knew about the podcast but had no idea I do a YouTube channel and vice versa. And so I can't just say that 100% of you on the podcast have any clue about MilkyWayPhotographers.com. So we're going to take a moment and celebrate it and hear from the authors and the managing editor behind MilkyWayPhotographers.com. And we have been enjoying our very first year of being around. It was late December 2018 that we started working on it. And by January 1st, we were live with the pre-alpha version. And now we're in a sort of beta version that has changes coming that'll be on the site. If you've been to the site before, please check it after this episode because I've added a couple things to it that I have excitement for, as well as articles that you've definitely missed that were awesome. So before we go any further, I want to say thank you to the patrons who've been supporting the podcast, supporting the YouTube channel. We really appreciate everything that you do supporting Photog Adventures, as well as if you have any comments and anything that you like about the podcast, please go to YouTube, or sorry, not go to YouTube, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to Google Play, give us a review and say that one thing that you really are loving about the podcast so I know what you're loving, what you're liking, and we can keep doing more of it. Awesome. So with me today, I have three co-hosts, and it's the very familiar Kurt Kies, the awesome mega rally, which is Mary Beth Kaczynski, and the quiet but stalwart Aaron Martinez. I've been teasing him before we went on live that he's quieter and low enthusiasm. So how you doing, Bob Ross? I'm doing pretty good, actually. <laughs> awesome. He's doing really good. That's Aaron Martinez. How you doing, mega rally and Kurt? I'm, I'm doing, doing great. You been out doing any photography? In California, I did, but I haven't in about a week now so <laughs> uh, almost a whole week yeah almost a whole week <laughs> you get out more often than most of us so that's awesome <laughs> and i know that kirk and aaron martinez had an awesome trip recently we won't be able to get into the details of that this podcast but is there enough that went on during that trip that we should save an episode for you guys maybe not i think kirk and i only shot for like a day <laughs> together <laughs> maybe not maybe not not really <laughs> love that honesty <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let's go ahead and get started talking about MilkyWayPhotographers.com. Mega Rally, I should just call her Mary Beth. Mary Beth and Aaron Martinez are authors of the site. They work on it with Kirk Kies. Kirk is the managing editor. And Kirk, if you could describe 
One, what is MilkyWayForDivers.com? And quickly, who who should go to that website and why? Well, I'm Kirk Kyes, and uh, MilkyWayPhotographers.com, and that's photographers.com, is for uh, anyone interested in Milky Way and or night photography. Um, we have a whole bunch of articles there covering... Uh, Mostly Milky Way, but we also dip into other issues that maybe you wouldn't expect on a Milky Way photography website. Name one real quick of what that would be. Oh, um, well, one would be uh, an article on land use and photography ethics by uh, Stanley Harper, which oh, that was a great article. is uh, an awesome article. That's a good example of something you would definitely not expect there. And it's not just an article about it. He is very comprehensive in the information that he gives in that. Yeah, and he's got a lot of personal uh, experience, uh, you know, stories to share about uh, things he's run into and observations he's had. And, uh, you know, he's really interested in uh, getting other people to think about how they behave when they go out and take photos at night. Good. Or in the day. If it hasn't re- if it hasn't reached out to 10,000 people plus yet, we really need to push it because that is something we all as photographers need to spread around. Even if you're good at those code of ethics, typical good etiquette, even if you're good at it, be an ambassador of doing that correctly around others so that they get encouraged to do it as well. Exactly. Well, right on, Kirk. So quickly, who should go to this site? What's this site for? Who's this site for? Uh, it's for everyone that uh, has a camera and uh, takes photos at night and or is interested in getting a camera and taking photos at night. And so I think you... that's pretty much everyone in the world. <laughs> that's <laughs> literally true. Uh, it's not shy. To, it's not crazy to say that anyone with a camera has thought at least once about doing that. And any of you who love doing it enough that you want to see more images like it, come to us, see the galleries of others, pe- other people's work, and... You can gamify your progress learning how to do Milky Way photography by earning the ranks of Milky Way photographer. Mary Beth, you were going to be the first master Milky Way photographer, but then you, you know, just for some reason left it to Ralph Rohner to win? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, devastating. You and, you and Rhonda were fighting for the top places, and then suddenly... There were a few that put you guys in the past, in the dust of their speedy... Uh, I can't even think of a better way to end the sentence, so I will bail their, out uh, of it. <laughs> their meteoric climb uh, to uh, master uh, Milky Way photography. Yep. Yeah. Jeff James, Colin, Esther, JRT Snaps, and someone named Shelby Diamond Star. Yeah. I've- who I actually understand a lot more now, Mary Beth. Uh you using Shelby, I've seen Ford versus Ferrari, so I feel like I know everything there is to know about Carol Shelby. <laughs> oh, good. Now you understand. <laughs> yeah, I get it 100%. <laughs> so uh, quickly, Kirk, I'll, let, I'll say this before I let you go back, is that uh, the achievements on here are simple things. Like I went out to a rocky area and shot a Milky Way, and by virtue of being in that rocky area, my foreground was a rocky foreground, or I shot a Milky Way over water. And those are two separate achievements that you can earn by going out and just doing it. You don't have to have a great award-winning shot. You don't have to port- portfolio piece. Just just get out there and do it, and you can earn these achievements very easily. Right, and you can get points for just uh, taking a picture in uh, July of a certain year or uh, you know any of the other months. All of that stuff is good and counts. 
And on that note, all of you who are part of this already and you have any 2018 images you want to declare before the year is over, you have to do that now. Because as of January 1st, 2020, it will only be 2019 and 2020 achievements to earn. You can't go back to 2018 anymore. So hurry, get on the site and get those images up in your gallery and inform myself or Kirk that you have them there ready for approval. Definitely. And we're not going to roll back points from that year. People still get to keep them. We're just going to open in the next year for them, right? Precisely. So those of you with 30 points and like 10 of those achievement points were from 2018 shots. We aren't going to remove those points. We're just basically going to have nothing else can be earned for 2018. We just wanted to keep it current and encourage people to go out more right now than to say that, oh, I've been, I've done that a lot. Uh, let's do it now. Do it now and get out there. Well, so, how, many, how many points do you have, Aaron? According to the technical rule book... Um, yeah, yeah, it's got to be the technical rule book. <laughs> I have zero, <laughs> I oh, believe, no. because I've uh, only, I, I am such a humble person. <laughs> I'm so amazingly humble. <laughs> I, I did not fill out mine in the initial thing. Oh, I didn't want to go through it and give myself Master Milky Way Photographer and say, no one else can get it because I got it first. So I held off and let people like Mary Beth Kaczynski race for it. But then yep. she, you know, you know, gave up. I slacked. On it. I'm not going to lie. I, maybe, now, maybe that I'm being reminded here, I'm going to show up tomorrow and just upload everything. Do it. I mean, you know that you've already <laughs> earned it. Even Kurt Kies has nearly master Milky Way photographer status. Oh, I doubt it. The effort of processing your image and sharing it on here is the only thing you have to do to get there. And I it's just haven't high, done that yet. high barrier of admission. <laughs> Too high a threshold. <laughs> Wait, I have to process. Well, the processing pictures part. <laughs> well, just send in your raw. We never made a rule that it had to not be raw. That is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do have to upload it, so you at least have to convert it to a JPEG or something. That's Yeah, please don't upload your raw. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it'll take it anyway. So, <laughs> Especially if you have Mary Beth's camera. <laughs> yeah, I got yelled at for that once because yeah. I, really? I submitted pictures to that um Mustang Magazine, one of the ones mm. I got axed last Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he said it took him forever to download and he was like mad about it because uh, <laughs> they're oh. 100 megs apiece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's probably why they went broke. So yeah. all that internet bandwidth. Yeah, that was a pretty big, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of off topic, but it was a pretty big deal because they got rid of 19 of their 21 magazines all in one yeah. swoop. <laughs> oh, that's a good sign that magazines are not making money. Yes. <laughs> well, and in fact, not the, all of them. their main magazine, Hot Rod, which is like their, it goes, I mean, it's it's historic. It goes back forever. They're really only keeping it around for that reason because they only sell 20,000 copies a year. Oh, wow. Currently. That's worldwide? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not good numbers. <laughs> no, the, the, the world of print is just like, it, it's tough now. <laughs> you know what's not tough? The world of blogs with news articles from people who just love doing it and putting it up on the interwebs because MilkyWayPhotographers.com right. can come out of nowhere and exist. You don't have to have any buy-in. Right segue. Absolutely. <laughs> Skilled. So, Kirk, I want to ask you this first, and I'm going to ask these questions of every one of you. So I have five questions here that will carry us through this entire episode. If you guys go off topic, you'll hear a buzzer like this. Okay, no, I don't have a buzzer. (laughs) 
but I might try to politely veer you back in, and if it's like only a minute or two, I don't care. That's fine. But these five questions are going to get us through questions about you, your work on MilkyWayPhotographers.com, your photography, and any tips or stuff that you can give us. And so first, put Kirk on the pedestal. The lectern of questions are coming your way, man. I'm going to ask you just this first one, then ask all of you the same thing. So MilkyWayPhotographers.com is really a labor of love. And so what is motivating you to work as hard as you do on MilkyWayPhotographers.com, Kirk? So back when I was a little kid, I used to watch the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. And I always loved how Bullwinkle would uh, come out and he would be Mr. Know-it-all and he would talk about a subject. And then somehow something would always go wrong and there would be some disastrous ending to his story. And then you'd realize, oh, he didn't really know it all. And then I thought, oh, I want to be Mr. Know-it-all, but I got to <laughs> avoid that disastrous ending. So I've spent a lifetime trying to learn all sorts of stuff and be able to hopefully impart that knowledge among other people and uh, make everyone's life better. So this is kind of right along that same thing. I used to have a website on a, a certain race car, and I ran that for, well, I still run it for about 20-something years now. And it's like the number one website on that race car, lotus30.com, wow. just in case anyone's interested. Say that website again. I kind of spoke over that. My wow. Sure. Lotus30.com uh, with the numbers three zero, And it's like the... Uh, worldwide authority on this one certain race car that was made by Lotus Cars back in the 60s. And so people, when there's like cars for sale, they email me and go, hey, tell me everything you know about this car. Or they say this is something about the car. Is that true? And I like try to piece together as much as I can and uh, help them out. And uh, so this is kind of the same idea, just, you know, taking a subject that I love, you know, Milky Way and, you know, astronomy and, you know, night photography and trying to roll it into a website that, you know, helps everyone else out as well. And Kirk doesn't just do that on the website. He does it in person. If he sees you out there with a tripod, you will get to know Kirk Kyes. If he's in your <laughs> 150 meter radius, he will find you and you'll meet him and he'll give you some tips that night. So Kirk's an yeah, awesome... You'll be trying to walk away, and I'll just keep bugging you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allison, where are you going next? Where are you going to go next? <laughs> That's right. What you going to stay out for the Milky Way tonight? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Mary Beth, uh -huh. what is your reason that motivates you to help out with this stuff? Because we haven't paid you a cent. I know. I'm still... Hoping, waiting for that someday. Well, <laughs> I, I promised. I promised everyone. Uh, I promised everyone there would be uh, fame and fortune. Fame and fortune, not guaranteed. Hey, it's all good. You will get fame. Tons of fame, Mary. Loads. Beth. Definitely. <laughs> no, it's kind. Of, it's kind of the same along the same lines as Kirk. Is I just I like it so much, and it, but it's almost just as fun as like introducing other people to it. And helping them out. Awesome. And beyond that, I mean, I don't really have a, a backstory like Kirk has. An origin story. <laughs> An origin story. You don't love the Rocky and Bullwinkle show? Oh, man. <laughs> I just have a lot of fun doing it. And it's it's fun meeting new people and all that fun, you know. Well, the Rocky and Bullwinkle show was gone before we were kids. Come on, yeah. Kirk, oh, reruns. Come on. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a DVD or something. So <laughs> Probably on a VHS. 
<laughs> as I look at the website right now, the top article, the okay, most recently posted article is one from Aaron Martinez. And it's not even a joke to say top article because anything Aaron Martinez does talking about Pentax is hugely followed. So Aaron, thank you so much for bringing the Pentax-centric information here because it's been a goldmine for views. People have loved it. So what's motivating you to continually help us work on MilkyWayPhotographers.com? So my six fans motivate me the most. Not really. Uh, <laughs> All six of them. <laughs> Mom, grandma, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so mostly it's kind of like what Kirk and Maribeth said. I kind of enjoy spreading the information and mostly sharing all the stuff that frustrated me early on, like choosing lenses or like how to work your camera, like just learning how to do all that stuff, learning how to pick the right gear. It makes it more fun because you don't have to go through like what I went through of all this crazy trial and error and frustration and, you know, throwing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You have a story of throwing stuff across the room when you were using it? Uh I know I wanted to, but lenses are expensive, so I usually didn't. <laughs> You're not some delivery person. You don't throw lenses. Not intentionally. <laughs> so then when you started out working on articles, was it just an obvious thing? I'm going to tell all the Pentax-centric stuff, or was that something that we just got lucky that since you have a Pentax, that's what you knew? It was kind of started off with just it's what I knew. And the first article I did was on the Astro tracer feature on the k1 i was like oh this is a cool feature it's specifically for night photography i'll write an article on it and then it just blew up out of nowhere <laughs> it almost blew it it also blew up outside of milkyphotographers.com because these are things that these authors own it's not like this is a milky Photographers exclusive and so you shared it on a couple other sites or an article in a magazine what was the story i just shared it like there's a couple of pentax specific groups and you know Browsing through these groups, I regularly see stuff like uh, tips on how to use Astro Tracer. How do you use it? How do you set it up? It doesn't work, you know, stuff like that. So, oh, I'll write an article for those people that haven't figured it out yet. And, you know, it gets shared probably almost weekly. Anytime someone posts anything about Astro Tracer in the group, my article's linked in the comments. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that article is now the uh, number two uh, thing that comes up on uh, Google when you uh, search for uh, Pentax Aster Tracer, and it's right behind um, a link on Pentax's own website. Wow, yes. Oh, baby. (laughs) Keyword this Pentax for this podcast, and everyone will hear it. Yeah. I plan on sharing it. Instant goal. (laughs) Instant. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> and Aaron, we thank you so much. I mean, I teased you at the beginning about being a, a, a calming presence like Bob Ross, but Aaron, he first came to my attention with his amazing desert shots. He had some really cool dune images from uh, White Sands, right? Yeah, White Sands National Monument. And mm-hmm. out there, he got an awesome shot that just caught my eye from the listeners group, and I did a Monday Moment of Envy on it. And I think Aaron and I have been friends ever since. He even invited me to join him in Kirk a couple weeks ago in Oregon, but I could not afford to join, sadly. I'm flattered you would claim me as a friend. Yeah, good, (laughs) even though we have the same name and only one of us may survive. (laughs) Okay, so now the tough question, the tough one that I asked Mary Beth already and said she's going to go first on, and it's, what's your favorite article on MilkyWayPhotographers.com that you did not write, Mary Beth? Well, first off, I want to apologize because it's, it won't be the 
Pentax one. You're apologizing to Aaron. Um, well, it's certainly not Aaron's articles. Because I don't have one of those. But um, Pointless. Yeah. Not many, many of us do. I have one of those snobby Nikon cameras. But, you know. Um, no, my favorite article is actually the one that Ralph wrote about the airborne astrophotography. Oh, right. Because it's just yeah. so technical and so specific. It is. You, you, I have to read it multiple times because he goes into things that I don't you know, like what, <laughs> but it, explaining on how all that works is really cool. Yeah. And the and, photos um, are awesome. And the photos too. Yeah. So I'm quite envious of his um, flying tracker. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It makes me want to learn how to fly a 777 so I can uh, be in the cockpit and take pictures right? like that. Isn't that the key thing right there? Because I was excited, then I realized, oh, he's a pilot. Yeah, he's a pilot. And I, th- yeah. I forgot that he was a pilot and that he gets to have the view that you don't have to put like seven airplane blankets, gaffers, tape, and one of those rubber-like plungers on the outside of your lens to try and keep all the light out. And usually mm-hmm. when I get a window seat, it's behind the danged wings, and so there are blip, blip, blip lights are going right. all the time, and I can't do a long shutter. So, Yeah. I wish I was in the captain's seat. Thank you, 9-11, yeah. for ruining my chance of going up there saying, hey, can I put my oh, tripod no. up real quick? Right, yeah, because you can't really do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I remember riding a, my first flight, going to Italy. My, my dad's like, hey, um, stewardess, can uh, he meet the captain? And I'm like, I did the scene from Airplane where I came up there. like, hey, Jimmy, do you like watching Gladiators, Jimmy? I mean, I was the boy who came up there and shook the hands of the captain. He gave me these little wings, and I had the little pin on wings on my chest. It was awesome. But now you don't get to see the captain. Don't nope. even go near that front. Otherwise, we will tase you. We will bring you down. You will go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be awesome. I mean, you guys have all probably seen that time lapse of the guy who was flying as well as the guy who does the um, long distance uh, cargo boats, those giant ships that have oh, the yeah. rectangle. I, I just saw the cargo mm-hmm. one, yeah. Uh, Jeff Hong Kong or something, Jeff HK. Yeah, Jeff HK, that, I think. It's awesome. It's a time lapse of the entire travel, and you see the Milky Way going every night, coming up and setting, and then more storms, and then no storms, clear skies and stars. It's beautiful. <laughs> what would be? Yeah, that is, I remember that. That's cool. Such a cool video. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mary Beth, for taking it first. And even though you kind of jabbed Aaron Martinez on your way in there, choosing your favorite one, we'll go to Aaron Martinez next. What's your favorite article, man? Man, she's going to feel really bad now because uh, my favorite my favorite article uh, was her uh, Great Milky Way Chase of 2018. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Take that, Mary Beth, you callous, callous <laughs> Chicagoan. Well, I hope he knows it's just it's just because I don't know anything about Pentexes. <laughs> Not many people do. That's I'm the guy. Yeah. He nitched you out. <laughs> so then why does hers come up? Because I didn't like that article. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I no, loved I th- it. I was just more jealous than anything. I think what she shared in it was really important more so the failures or the days where it didn't work out because you know someone that's new to this it's easy to get discouraged when you don't get the milky way or you things don't turn out right and her article kind of shows uh look everything doesn't go as planned all the time and it's normal there's Mm -hmm. another day and it's kind of it's similar to what you would do with photog adventures when like when you and brenda would get back from trips you talked about what went right and what went what didn't go right. <laughs> and I started finding people enjoyed the what didn't go right a lot more. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not go 
right was a little more epic. Yeah, a little bit, especially that last one. Oh yeah. Uh, did the you one give didn't go right in Faroe yes. Islands? Did you give Mary Beth her tripod back? No. Um, <laughs> I think Aaron King forgot to contact the airport within a nice, decent amount of time, so there was no way they were going to find it anywhere. I'm sure somebody's getting use out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if only someone was like a YouTuber and was using it, we recognized it because they had some obvious mark on it, but there's just nothing. There's no name, no stickers, nothing. <laughs> just, I have the centerpiece though, the center column. I unscrewed it before I left, so I still have that. So if I ever need to beat <laughs> someone down with something, I'll bring that with me. <laughs> well, you sh- isn't the factory just up the street from you in Salt Lake? Actually, yeah. I was helping Derek Schultz and his wife get uh, some um those gender reveal smoke bombs those smoke pipes that you can go off and it splits off smoke yeah (laughs) kirk's like thinking the hipster thing of the gender (laughs) it's like oh god don't think about that they did a very safe awesome way of doing it and i thought it was awesome now right catch all of southern utah on fire (laughs) not that i'm aware of but they did it on the arizona side of the desert so it was okay oh that's okay you just burned all the southern utah trees right down (laughs) there used to be some awesome willows down there now they're gone all gone just gone (laughs) it's only desert now dang it but uh right next to that store coincidentally was i won't name them because i can't think of it off the top of my head (laughs) that guy's um tripod place and i thought oh no i lost his tripod i'm not gonna go in there and talk to him right now because i also owe him a video you should walk you should walk in with the center column and go hey um (laughs) The the rest of it fell apart. Um, what what do you guys have for returns? Yeah, what's yeah. your return, return policy? <laughs> if I return less than ninety eight percent of the entire tripod, can I still get a full refund? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Kirk, what is your favorite article from the site that is not one that you did? Let's see, not one I did. You know. Uh, I kind of like the ones uh, Stanley Harper did all about the, uh, he kind of had a, a series going of not really Milky Way related directly, but, you know, still really interesting photography articles. So like the land use one, he did one on copyright, and then he did one on uh, photo contests, and he's just got tons of this personal experience that he's put into it. So you hear about some of the pitfalls he's run into in each of those uh, situations or subjects. And uh, I kind of like reading about, you know, it's it's not a dry technical, oh, you fill out the form and you send it to the copyright office and you pay your 35 bucks or that sort of stuff. It's like, uh, you know, someone stole my picture and here's what I did and here's how I got it taken down. And, uh, you know, it's lot, lots of good personal details. So I really like those articles. And if you want a Milky Way related one, I'd have to say Aaron's uh, Pentax articles just because he goes into so much detail on, uh, you know, using those products. And it kind of makes me want to buy a Pentax <laughs> just because that Astro Tracer does seem like a really cool function. I'd, I'm hoping someday Sony buys a uh, license to put that into their cameras and then I'll be set too. Yeah, I agree. And, and if you... <laughs> 
do buy a Pentax, please go through the link at MilkyWayPhotographers.com to get to Amazon and help give some commission towards the authors and workers at MilkyWayPhotographers.com. Yeah. And before we go to the next question, I want to just take another time to fe feature those people who are on the Achievements Leaderboard. We've already mentioned Ralph and Jay and Mary Beth and Jeff and Colin and Esther, but we also got to give some props to Rhonda Pierce, John Harrison, Jim Housley, Osiris R.A., Steve Ornberg, Dean Vincent, Teresa, M. Wong, and Scaler. You guys round out the top 20 of our achievements. So thank you for, oh, that's probably more like 15. I think it's the top 15, just glancing at it and doing that quick counting. But, uh, oh yeah, it says 15th right there next to Scaler. So I just read and I'll know. So congrats to you guys for bringing in your achievements. And there's a lot of you out there who might have more than, say, the nine achievements that Osiris has. So you guys can bring Osiris down. Take him down. Bring him off the list. <laughs> or you can, you know, let him hold victory at that 10th position with only nine achievements. Now, Osiris... Man, I know that you even have more. I should just say your full name. Your full name is, he has a YouTube video in here that he shares. He's from Australia. Oh, it's Ken. That's right. It's Ken. And so, Ken, you can get more achievements yourself. I'm sure that you have more than nine. So get back out there, upload your pictures, and get them submitted to myself or Kirk for approval. And in 2020, my lifelong goal of 2019 is moved into 2020 of making the achievement submission process easier. So eventually I will figure out a way. So let's go into question three. Aaron, you first. The best place, and this isn't like your most successful Milky Way shot. This is just the best, coolest place you went in 2019 to do Milky Way photography. What was it? So Where I... Was it? actually didn't do a ton of it this year just because of my crazy schedule and bad luck with oh. weather. But uh, <laughs> my bad. my go-to place is a little place in New Mexico called City of Rocks State Park. It's a Portal 2 area and I shot there twice this year. No, maybe three times this year and was successful every time. City cool. of Rocks and you had 100% success rate. Yes, it's very rare that I get clouds there. What kind of travel is it to get there? If someone wants to go there too, is this a paved road or a dirt road and get lost easy? It is paved all the way until like 100 yards past the park gate. All right on. So it's easy mode. You can get there without any problem with any vehicle. Nope. You can take cars, trucks, doesn't matter. There's RV spaces for those people that, you know, like to travel in luxury. What kind of nice night sky? You said it was a low Bortle scale. What'd you say? Two. It's a two. Oh, yes. Okay, that's fantastic. City of Rocks. Um, did you say what state it was in? I missed that. That's in southern New Mexico. Are you writing that down? <laughs> I am because I want to put that down in the show notes because these are the kind of things that people might enjoy having quickly and say, oh, where did he say he went? And City of Rocks is the place I have not put on my list yet. So now yeah. among Bistai Badlands, uh, New Mexico, I'm going to be out there. I just like how you, because you said it like you're writing it down. So it was just kind of funny. It yeah, sounded like, like I was New taking notes. Mexico. Ah, so New Mexico. <laughs> <N -E -W. laughs> well, since you are bringing that up, let's ask you next, Mary Beth. What's your favorite or your best place you went out for Milky Way photography in 2019? Uh, this one's hard. <laughs> yeah. She's um, been everywhere. went to Utah. I've been everywhere. It started in Colorado um, and then the epic Utah trip. Uh, and then recently I was out in Alabama Hills, California, which, um, awesome. is a very awesome place, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Escalante. Really? Yes. Um, 
just because that's the darkest place I've ever been. <laughs> and it was pretty epic. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that place. We sold out very quickly that I have a waiting list that possibly is going to grow. So contact me if you're thinking about going to Escalante. That place, ah, I love it. So any specific spot in Escalante that you like the most? Um, Probably Devil's Garden. In fact, I, I, yeah, I don't too. print out too many things, but I have a metal print of that arch. <laughs> hanging off so i I do have to like give it to that because i haven't printed anything other than that image (laughs) so (laughs) but what got me was the fact that there is no artificial light on the horizon in that picture it's all natural sky glow like where where else can you see that (laughs) very few places and i just love it (laughs) kirk where would you say is your best place that you went this year well the Favorite place I went was, uh, and it's probably kind of cliched, was actually Delicate Arch. Oh, doing Milky Way at Delicate Arch. Milky Way at Delicate Arch. Uh, myself, uh, Drew Armstrong, and Neil Zingle all hiked up there. At I think we left the parking lot at midnight and got up there about one o'clock and uh, met a couple other uh, people up there and. Uh, we uh, spent the night out uh, shooting the Milky Way behind Delicate Arch, and it was just awesome. And speaking of light on the horizon, uh, Moab lit up like the entire horizon over on the <laughs> side there, but, you know, it was still awesome. Yeah, I will uh, say I was a little little jealous of that, so. <laughs> you know, it's been so crazy there, and in my second year of Milky Way photography, they had the construction going on where they were closed uh, they were closed for three nights out of the seven or something. You couldn't even go up. Oh, wow. And so, or maybe it was the other way around and most nights they were closed. It was crazy. Could not get in there. And when you did, it just was a madhouse of people. So I have still never taken a Milky Way shot at Delicate Arch. Oh man, you got to go. It's an awesome, uh, awesome foreground. I mean, it's all about foregrounds, right? Anyone can get a shot of the Milky Way if you're true in a dark that. enough sky. And it's like, yeah, true dat. And uh, <laughs> you just got to... You got to find great foregrounds and, you know, I mean, it's on your license plate in that state in Utah. It's like, it's so awesome. Oh, yeah. You got to go there sometime. It's our state rock formation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and like I said, those were the only, there were only two other guys up there when we got there. And it was, yeah, it's like totally different from the uh, madhouse that you have during the rest of the day. So. It's, That's astonishing, it's especially going. right after the Nightscaper conference. You guys are the only two, three there. That's just yeah, that is, that yeah, is kind of surprising. Very. Everyone else wanted to sleep. Yeah, we thought there'd be a bunch of people, but you know there wasn't. There wasn't. Ah, awesome. Okay, well then, the fourth question that I wanted to ask you guys is the most unexpected experience or thing you learned doing Milky Photography. So something you learned that we completed that surprised you that you learned it this year or some crazy unexpected experience. Does anyone have one already off the tip of their tongue that they can share right now? I do. Yeah, Aaron Martinez, go. So my little thing I learned is to follow my own advice. (laughs) So I have taught a couple of workshops here in town, just basic intro to, it's my intro to Astro Workshop and just stay, touching on the basic stuff. And one of the things I touch on is to bring a friend, not just because gear is heavy, but because, you know, being a, out at night alone, not a great idea. Uh-huh, so right. the second time I was at city of rocks this year, 
I was testing lenses for an article from Milky Way Photographers. I had posted on Facebook about it that I was heading out there if someone wanted to join me. No one did. But uh, well, I was out there and I kept hearing rustling in the bushes. You know, there's animals out there. I expected it. But when I got back, uh, a friend of mine had commented, hey, while you're out there, you know, be careful with the cougar that's out in the park. Uh, they've seen one uh, <laughs> running around out there. And I was like, oh, cool. I was out there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so how many limbs do you still have? Uh, I still have all four. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. So you were out in an area where potential mountain lion was hanging out. Yeah, at 3 o'clock in the morning by myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> testing lenses for this website I write for called MilkyWayPhotographers.com. <laughs> oh, I want to go to that site, MilkyWayPhotographers.com. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's such a great <laughs> Yeah. Highly recommended. <laughs> That's MilkyWayPhotographers.com for you, baby. <laughs> so you're out there and you didn't get attacked because I'm always afraid of that when I hear the rustling in the bushes. My imagination goes straight to a mountain lion. I mean, I don't know if you've yeah. ever used the K1, but it's like 100 grams heavier than the Nikon D850. So it's a pretty good bludgeon <laughs> if I need it in a pinch. Yeah. Havatia. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. I can just see that. Photographer survives thanks to his weighty pentax. <laughs> I hope I don't have to write the article about how to use your camera for yeah. defense. <laughs> the second body camera that you don't realize you need until it's too late. <laughs> awesome. So then Kirk or Mary Beth, do you have something that stands out as the most unexpected experience or thing you learned in 2019? 2019. Oh, wow. Keep uh, maps on you and batteries. <laughs> <laughs> For when your phone dies and then you don't have a key to get in your car type deal. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to the podcast with Mary Beth talking about her experience doing Aurora chasing, then you've heard this story already. But give us the Cliff Notes version of why those three things come into the story. Well, I was sitting on the dock and I always have my keys like, you know, um, with one of those clips like clipped to your belt. Well, I don't have a belt, but belt loop. And um, it got... It got stuck in the grating on the dock I was sitting at. I didn't realize it. it. broke the key off. Oh, my gosh. So I go to, after, you know, the roar is done, you're like, oh, okay, I'll go back to the car. And I, I reach down and I was like, you know, your heart sinks a little bit because you're like, oh, my God, uh, <laughs> I don't have a key anymore. And then I go to pull the phone out of my pocket and it's dead. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm like nine miles away from civilization. Luckily, I wasn't like somewhere really far away. But it just goes in the back of your mind. It's like, wow, I should have paper maps and maybe an extra key or something on me. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) When you're out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) If I had a paper map on me, you know where it would have been? On the inside of the vehicle that I can't get into. Actually, thank God I didn't lock the car. (laughs) Otherwise, it it would have been in a different world of hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't lock the car, so I was able to get into it to get duct tape, and you know, because I did end up finding that key piece, but and duct taped it together. She found the other half of the key that she broke off, yeah, and she used duct tape that had Milky Way printed on it. Yes, to, Milky Way printed duct tape to bring the key back to one piece. <laughs> and last time we talked, you were still using that key in your car. Is that true today? It was replaced two weeks ago okay. <laughs> because it was coming apart. Only six months later. Yeah, it's six months, that that Milky Way duct tape. It works really well. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Have a map. Have a map that doesn't need batteries. And if you do only have your phone, have extra spare chargeable USB, those little, um, what do they call them, power banks that you can plug your phone into to get it charged up. Because, man, that is critical. So, Kirk, anything stand out for you in 2019? Uh, Most unexpected. Yeah, or thing you learned. It wasn't a good thing. (laughs) What was it? (laughs) <laughs> well, we were standing on the side of Crater Lake, and it's like pitch black, and you and uh, Matt Newman and myself are standing there talking, and uh, I like uh, kind of go to put my uh, camera and tripod down, and next thing I know, you're like jumping in the air going, oh, it wasn't me, man. I, I didn't knock it over. And uh, This is the story that I realized doesn't involve me. I was never there. You were standing right there. But <laughs> I remember <laughs> bumping your tripod. Right, because I don't think you did. I think I forgot to put one of the legs out all the way, and so my uh, my uh, A7 uh, Mark III fell over with a uh, Sigma 14 millimeter lens on it, and it like it was not the same after that. And I like sent that guy in, and uh, six hundred and twenty-five dollars later, I've got a new lens back. So wasn't wasn't the best experience of the year, but. You know, oh. taught me to double check my tripod before I uh, set it down on the ground in pitch black uh, conditions with you standing next to it. <laughs> this detail of me standing next to it <laughs> seems suspicious. I'm sh- I'm sure that had nothing to do with it though. So <laughs> why does that sound, you know, a little ulterior motives? Well, I, I'm sure I was. I'm sure I was distracted. So come on, Kirk. Tripods <laughs> fall over all by themselves all the time. They do <laughs> okay. all the time. Now I've got two against me. I don't recall this in detail. Am I am I traumatized? And I did it on purpose. And I'm trying to hide that memory from my consciousness. Is that you, you probably <laughs> just blocked it all out? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Stupid Kirk guys, take this yeah, dumb tripod. <laughs> Oh, man, I really, really, really hope that careless, stupid, fat Aaron didn't knock your tripod over. Hey. No, it was me. Hey. (laughs) No, not Aaron Martinez. Aaron King. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that hurts, Kirk. And the repairs, they cost a lot. That hurt. Well, (laughs) 600 bucks on a uh, $1,600 lens. Ugh. And they feel like, yeah, I mean, it's better than sixteen hundred, so don't complain. But six exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. They I'm they sorry. replaced the entire front half of the lens, apparently. So wow. seems like a good deal. I really kicked it hard, <laughs> <laughs> man. I really don't remember this, and I feel bad if it was actually me, and I have no memory of it. What a jerk I am! Uh, I'm sure it wasn't. It's you just like, just give them that eleven dollars from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's your Amazon affiliate money. Make up that yeah. six hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. Well, let's end this podcast with something that's going to help and benefit new listeners, or I should say, new Milky Way photographers. Even though you might be an all long time listener, if this is the year you're finally going to go out in 2020, you're getting that camera that's going to be good for Milky Way because you realize, yeah. This camera's a bit old. I got crazy sensor noise. I want to get something new. And you're really going to go out and do Milky Way photography. Take these tips with you throughout all of 2020. Starting with Kirk. Let's go right back to you, man. Your favorite Um, tip that you share with beginners in Milky Way photography. Well, my top tip now is make sure your tripod is stable and firmly placed on the ground before you take your hand off of it. (laughs) 
Yes, good tip. Honestly, that is something you should consider, and not just with your tripod, but when you attach it to the ball head. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another good one. It's like yeah. I had that happen uh, a while ago, too. It's like I thought for sure it was clamped on the Arca Swiss thing, and then it's like, no, nope, it just fell on the floor. It's like, oh. Eh, eh, oh. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I told you guys, but that D850, when it was a week old, um, I didn't have it on the tripod right, and it fell over. Yeah. <laughs> How far? The whole full and length? And not full length, maybe half length the tripod, but okay. still, you know, the yeah. camera's a week old, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So, yes, those are some good tips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, uh, let's see. Let's go to Aaron Martinez. What's your favorite tip to give a beginner photographer? My favorite tip, learn to focus your lenses. Just, you know, mm. we, Milky Way photography is a lot of work. Like, where I am, it's probably a two-hour drive to my nearest, you know, Portal 2 area. So two hours of driving, then you're hiking and then setting up in the dark. And to come home to an out of focus photo is just yeah. <laughs> heartbreaking. Like heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. So learning to focus at night and figuring out your camera gear, that's kind of like the most important mm-hmm. to me. Right. And with Milky Way photography, especially for some reason, that topic hits home with so many people. It's the most popular video on Photog Adventures, how to focus for the Milky Way. So absolutely great tip. Now, you said learn your lenses, learn how to focus them. What's a good tip on how to learn that? Just to get out and do it, really uh, figure out how to focus your lens for starters. There's a couple different methods. You know, you could focus at infinity during the day and then just tape your lens so it doesn't move. Or the one I like to do is to just set your camera in live view and find a bright star and focus on that. My favorite too. Yes. Yeah. I don't like the whole infinity focus thing because you know, sometimes your foreground is 10 feet from you and the Milky Way is a lot more than 10 feet from you. <laughs> Sadly it is. If only it was that close. Yeah. Uh, so you got me dreaming about space travel now. So let me get back and focus. Uh, Mary Beth, what is your pun favorite? intended? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Mary Beth, what's your favorite tip that you give beginner Milky Way photographers? Basically, just don't be afraid to experiment, too. Because I find that a lot of people get really bent on specific settings. Mm, yeah. And I find that that's a good place to start. But don't be afraid to deviate from it. Because every situation is kind of a little different. Yeah, especially with your foreground. Exactly. So like, even, like with my camera, even though most people use... 6400 um the one camera doesn't really like that <laughs> so i usually drop it to like 4000 or 5000 so i mean it just it, in lenses too so different lenses like certain things more than others so it's just i always just say don't be afraid to to deviate from the normal starting point amen. <laughs> i guess amen <laughs> absolutely That's awesome, guys. I really appreciate you taking time to get on with me. And I don't want this to come off as these three are the only ones working on MilkyWayPhotographers.com. I mean, it would be a terrible thing to go through this without mentioning everyone else. And I'm going to put Kirk on the spot where he names the other authors (laughs) of of (laughs) MilkyWayPhotographers.com. Uh-oh. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, Let's go with the easy one. There's myself, and then uh, <laughs> well done. let's see, Mary Beth Kaczynski and uh, Aaron Martinez, and of course, <laughs> I've mentioned Stanley Harper, and I think there's a couple uh, Aaron King things there as yes. well. Yep. And, I deserve fewer uh, credit than anyone else, but next year in 2020, I'll deserve a lot more. Awesome. And Rhonda. Rhonda's written some. Yeah, Rhonda Pierce. 
I was going to mention her next, uh, Dean Vinson, uh, Joe Choi, and uh, let's see. Zeralda Lagrange. Yeah, Zeralda, and uh, Ralph Rohner with that awesome uh, article on uh, airborne astrophotography. It's like, that was that was such a windfall to, you know, have him uh, offer to write that for us. It was, it was such an amazing, uh, awesome article. Yeah, Absolutely. fame and fortune. <laughs> yeah, not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> and our most recent addition, Jim uh, Jim Housley. Oh yeah, Jim Housley. Thanks. You he bet. Uh, did a review on uh, shooting with a uh, Irix uh, light pollution filter. Oh cool. That was kind of cool to see how that worked for him. Absolutely. So thank you to all of you, and I really can't say enough. I'm sure I say it already so much. It just seems kind of like meh. It's kind of like the mom that tells you that she loves you every day. And you're like, (laughs) yeah, mom, I know. But I really do love you guys for doing this kind of labor of love for Milky Way photographers. I would love nothing more than this to become Petapixel popular for Milky Way photographers, being the Milky Way photographers headquarters, the Milky photographers news site, where the ad sales are be like, I tried to have Petapixel put an ad for my workshops on there, and they big-timed me. Like, well, okay, here's the beginning ad sales. I'm like, oh, I am not <laughs> yeah. going to be spending any money with you guys. In fact, you just yeah. named my entire year's income, so... <laughs> <laughs> and maybe someday we'll get to that point with all yeah, this work someday. and effort. We can get there. And you know what? You guys are going to be a part of this. And I just love you for it and hope that we can make it something that you will look back in five years and say, one of the best things I ever did was join the authors of MilkyWayPhotographers.com. It was a blast. It was fun. And now as I'm driving in my new car, I have loved <laughs> doing it. <laughs> hey, four-door sedan possibly to Toyota. Nothing too amazing. Something yeah, with a payment car. of, you know, less than $11 a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is our current commission from the <laughs> MilkyWayPhotographers.com Amazon affiliate links. But don't <laughs> underestimate the power of it as our commission for 2019 ad revenue is much more than that incredibly much more. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's still lower than the amount that it's cost to host the website. But <laughs> like, oh, well. Like eight times. well, we'll work on that. <laughs> yes, we will work on that. Yeah. So thanks guys for joining me. Thanks, Aaron Martinez. Your enthusiasm did not deserve any derision. You did a fantastic job sharing your stories. Thank you, Mary Beth, for getting on with us again. And uh, We all are getting to know your laugh. We're all getting to know Mary Beth's laugh. We oh, know boy. it for sure. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know who had the sirens behind you, but I can't wait to edit that out if I can. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't Aaron Martinez that had the sirens behind his one comment. I'm like, oh no, yeah. I won't be able to get those out of there. Kirk, thanks for joining me and doing this as always. And Kirk sure. will join me back in other episodes that we've already recorded that come after this episode. So keep checking back in as we end 2019 strong and get ready for the best every year for Photog Adventures podcast and YouTube channel and anything else that you guys can get from me. Woohoo! So thank you guys so much. If you enjoy this podcast, don't thank me. Thank the patrons who support Photog Adventures. Those founders of Photog Adventures keep me motivated, keep me supported, and help all of this exist. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you. And get out there, listen to the podcast, and get excited and go and do Milky Photography. And then go and do all your achievements on MilkyWayPhotographers.com and earn the Master Milky Way Photographer rank before Mary Beth catches on and figures out that she's already earned it and does all her work to make sure she has it. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you next episode. See you later, guys. Bye I guess now. that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to do the Dean yeah. Vincent yeah. sign off. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes.